Snap Studios. Witches, ghosts, demons, the vampire, the fae. You may think you know the creatures born of the veil, but some would rather you didn't know them at all. You're listening to Spook. Stay tuned. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Step Judgment is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. From KQED and PRX, you've crossed over to Spooked. As a child... At our family Bible study, my mother tells me that names hold power. She says that once you know the name of something, you can call upon its power. That's why you need to know the book, she says, pointing to her testament. All you have to do is shout his name when in the dark time. When facing the dark times, there are lots of names to call. So many names, and sometimes I forget which is which. My name is Glenn Washington. You should know that in the Dark Valley, some names work better than others. Spook starts now. You recognize that on the spook, we spare no expense. If we sense a story that needs telling, but it takes place on the other side of the world, well, the other side of the world we go. So I ask you, put on your warmest mittens and your thickest coat. Taking the slow train to Moscow. Nikita. Uh, my last name is Zuyenko. I grew up in Moscow, 
Um, I was born and raised here. Nikita lived with his mother and his sister, who was about four years old at the time, in an apartment in central Moscow. Uh, this apartment was really the center of our family until, until my, uh, my grandmother's death. And um, we inherited it after uh, she died. We uh, decided to just shift furniture around in uh, my mother's room itself. We, uh, she, she was in the same room with my sister. They were sleeping together. Um, it was a very tight bond there. Uh, and uh, I guess not enough space for both. And to the place where the uh, uh, bed was initially, we placed our um, closet. And um, we moved the bed from one wall and to the other one that's opposite to, of the, to the entrance to the room. Uh, and we uh, dragged in one of the bigger uh, chairs. So that night, after he and his mom finished rearranging the master bedroom, Nikita was sitting in the living room. It was late, and his mom and sister had already gone to bed. I was watching something on TV. And I hear a yelp. It's like this sharp but very short-lived scream. I get up and I uh, hurry there. I look inside the their room and I see my mother just uh, hugging my sister. And uh, I ask well, what happened. And my mother looks at me and she says, My sister told my mother she saw a snake at the uh, feet of her bed. I think that was the first time I saw my sisters really scared. Uh, I think that's the first time I really saw fear on her face, and that's kind of that's kind of bad. Just overall, I feel like this this was like this realization that there's this little kid, very innocent, and something bad happened to her, and. Uh, uh, I really struck something inside. After, um, I just go back to uh, to bed. And the next day was like it always was. Uh, nothing special, nothing new. Didn't seem like anything happened. Nikita put the incident out of his mind. His mom put his sister down to sleep and he spent the evening on the couch watching YouTube videos on his laptop. At some point, he drifted off. I was sleeping.
wake up because of that yelp. I felt like this rush of adrenaline and I run there and I look into my sister's room once again. My sister screams that there is a snake at the feet of the bed and she was terrified and uh, she was really screaming this out. Nikita didn't see a snake in the room and neither did his mom, but it didn't seem like his sister was dreaming. She was definitely fully awake and she was certain she'd seen a big snake slithering across the floor. After that, we woke up every night uh, during uh, around 12 or 1 o'clock at night because my sister was screaming. She was screaming every single time. It was not like a continuous scream. It was a yelp. It was a sudden realization that there is a snake there. It was just... That was um, at the end of the first week that I started to actually wonder if there's something more to it. So Nikita started reaching out and asking friends, and then friends of friends. Have you ever heard of this? A snake in your bedroom? But like, not a real snake, but maybe a snake specter or a shapeshifter? I always got the same kind of an answer uh, to my questions, uh, to my frustrations and everything. Like, do you believe in Jesus? What about God? Did you try to buy holy water or call for the help from the local church or, well, anything like this? And in my head, no matter what I do with the church, it would not have any result unless I have faith in it. I did not have that faith. And people just gave their opinions. Uh, That was actually rather disturbing because for the most part, I was told that it was um, spirit of maybe my grandparents, the most loving people I ever knew that were coming back and trying to threaten the family, which was ridiculous in my opinion. Nikita's sister was still waking up every night, screaming about the snake in her room. So he took refuge in his work. He was a clerk doing inventory at a stationery shop. I was working in the basement, in the storage uh, unit. And it was the worst job of my life because I had to literally fight off rats with an iron rod. One day, Nikita was in the break room with his two closest co-workers eating lunch. And we were talking about basically everything. Uh, mostly about the rats. And I... Uh, 
did not feel like talking about the rats anymore for once, and uh, I decided to speak uh, speak up about the situation at home. And uh, we were eating at that point, and uh, uh, I was telling them the story, and they just continued eating. They were just, okay, they shrugged it off. And then when I stopped talking, they would say, well, they look at me and they say, yeah, that's Damavoy. That's a usual thing. A Damavoy is a Russian house spirit. Nikita had read about Damavoy in fairy tales as a kid. But here was his coworker talking about the mythical creature like it was an invasive house guest who had to be dealt with and mollified. You just uh, either feed him or you just clean the clean the apartment or do something to just make it kind again. That's fine. My, my grandmother once saw one. And uh, he was like this little old guy sitting in her chair. And um, it was a normal thing for them. I at first thought that, uh, come on. And then at the same time, I thought, well, there's clearly something going on there. And this is the first time someone's saying something apart from praise the Lord. Maybe there is something to it. I returned home and I started to conduct my investigation uh, through the internet, the books, and uh, Wikipedia. Uh, a lot of forums. That was actually a very interesting discovery for me. Uh, Russian forums are full of uh, Domovoy-like questions. How do you invite Domovoy to the house in order to make the house more livable? How do you get rid of the Domovoy because that's a satanic creature and so you need to get rid of it? How do you make the Domovoy happy? How do you make the Domovoy go away? How do you make the Domovoy just appear so you can talk to it? There's so much about it. You can say that he is like this uh, spiritual housekeeper. Uh, keeping the bad spirits at bay, uh, bringing luck in, uh, maybe helping the uh, owners of the apartment, sometimes cleaning up, sometimes um, warding off bad people. Um, it's uh, usually seen as a very helpful spirit. Um, it was a very small gnome-like creature. Uh, uh, usually described and seen as this old person. It was so small that uh, well, he could fit on the palm of your hand. But what did a tiny gnome have to do with the giant snake who was terrifying Nikita's sister every single night? Um, when Domovoy felt like uh, the owners of the apartment were not living up to their uh, unwritten agreement. 
um, he would try to change their mind by uh, changing his own shape in order to spook the uh, people inside the apartment. But one of those that actually caught my attention was Snake. That was a very prevalent one. Domovoy don't like change. They want their home to stay within the same family for generations. They don't want you painting walls or knocking them down. And they don't want you moving furniture around. I did not really think on what exactly did he not like about us moving the um, the furniture around. There is a it's it's an alien mind in uh, my understanding of it, and to try to understand it is a, a fool's errand. Nikita learned through his research that there were two ways to get back on the Domovoy's good side. And um, one way is basically giving him something to eat and saying that you apologize, which because I'm a stubborn person, I refuse to do because that asshole was messing with my family. Uh, And the other one, uh, basically, from what I could understand, that was moving the furniture back. But once again, I'm a stubborn person. And in my opinion... Uh, as the owners of that apartment, we were the ones who would determine where the stuff stands. And so I refused to do that either. It was, uh, I think, on the third night after I uh, really faced my myself, uh, considering what was happening and thought that maybe, maybe that really is something uh, supernatural. Two more nights. And each and every night, the snake would slither across his sister's room. And she would wake up in terror. I uh, actually tried to uh, make my own version of, uh, I'd say, quote-unquote, exorcism. I was in the... In the guest room. Uh, It's a big place with the TV and the couch. uh, Very comfortable. It was where we would have uh, every New Year celebration, which in Russia we do instead of Christmas. There was the gathering point. That was the heart of the family. Um, And uh, I specifically waited for everyone to leave the house because uh, I didn't want to look like a loony. I walked to the middle, the exact middle of the room. And um, I was done feeling stupid uh, at that point. Um, And I just wanted to, to just burst. And so I did. Uh, I walk to the middle of the room and I shout that I'm going to call for the priest. And uh, that if this night something happens again, there is nothing that's going to stop me from just 
kicking this thing out of the house. If it doesn't like how things are, who we are, or anything else, I'm just gonna get rid of it all, all the same. Um, and I felt proud, and I felt like a man, and I felt like, oh, this is, this is gonna solve everything. The same night, we wake up at around uh, one o'clock. Uh, and there is once again a scream. And uh, this time I am rushing out, not because I am scared for my sister, but because specifically because I'm just so angry at this thing and I want to go there and I want to deal with it right there and then because this was it for me. And um, I try to walk out of my room when my door slams shut and with enough force to actually crack the door frame. And so I open the door just as forcefully and I go through without even looking at the at the entire thing. I was I was not scared, I was just angry. At some point it just gets on your nerves so much that you really don't feel fear or at least the fear is just so far down your throat that you feel anger over it just so much clearly. And for me this uh, the door slamming into my face without anyone holding it or anything really signifying that it was wind or maybe something else. For me, that was just someone taking a jab at me. And I needed to take a jab back. And uh, I go to my mother's room and I hug my sister and uh, I finally tell my mother that uh, this is probably the Mavoy and that we need to deal with him somehow. And uh, I am not sure she really took me seriously. She nodded and she agreed uh, visually, but I have a serious doubt she really believed in this. It took her at least two nights more of the same thing to realize that maybe there is something to my uh, diagnosis, I guess. And uh, uh, in about two days, um, she agreed to move stuff around again. Nikita and his mom moved the bedroom furniture back to the way it was when his grandmother was alive. And that night, his sister didn't wake up screaming. The snake was gone. Things were going as always. My sister nowadays doesn't even remember that she was having those nightmares. It magically went away. So Nikita appeased the Domovoy. His sister never saw the snake again. She went back to sleeping soundly and everything returned to normal. Except for one thing. Every time Nikita left the apartment for work or an errand or even a trip... I would come back to some part of my technology being 
thoroughly destroyed. My motherboard on my badass computer explodes out of nowhere for no reason. Then uh, suddenly my iPad starts, stops charging out of nowhere. Okay, I go and fix it, and a week after, it starts it stops charging again. Then my phone. The way I see it, uh, after I messed with him, um, I it, it became personal. Um, because uh, I took a jab at him. I threatened him. And then, yes, I also was the one who kind of um, initiated the moving of the stuff in the apartment once again. I guess I can understand that. But I would never apologize. for sharing your story with us. We wish you the best of luck with that pesky domovoy. We want to thank Laura at the Paranormal Scholar for helping us find this amazing story. Dear listeners, This is not a journey where one can simply step off the train. No, no. If you appreciate stories from real people spoken in the bright light of day, check out our sister podcast, Snap Judgment. Storytelling with soul, cinema of sound. It's amazing. Spook is produced by the team that has never tasted a single day's remorse. Be afraid of Mark Ristich of Anne Assessment. Our chief spookster is Eliza Smith. The original score was by Leon Morimoto. Additional sound by Lauren Newsom. You may never have heard of them because they don't want you to hear of them. But knowledge is power. Understanding is strength. There are steps you can take to navigate this dark path. Of course, the first and the most important is simply this. Never. Ever. Never, never, ever, never, never, ever, never, ever, never, ever turn out the lights. This story was summoned in the dark of night by KQED and PRX. PRX.